Hello, and buenas tardes to the Rogue Rebels podcast. Today, we will take a look at The Mandalorian Chapter 14, The Tragedy. Here with me is my stinky little dog and my stinky little husband. ¿Cómo estás? Everyone, you are not the husband. No, I'm sorry, I'm the dog. You like, are not you. allowed to introduce yourself when they say the stinky I, husband. I Look, you may have gotten confused because we said stinky, and I understand <sighs> that. But I am the husband, and that now we've done it all. And with me, as always, is the stinky daughter, question mark? No, I took a shower just before mm-hmm. coming in, so I'm not stinky. It is news. Yeah. So our kid is still in Nueva York, right? Yeah. Start spreading the news. Anyway, I'm leaving today. And we can't wait to have her back. Blah 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 blah. <sighs> we miss you, kid. Yeah, it's not what you do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it sounded like you said shut up. Da, da, da. I did. Okay. That's not a word, but that's what I said. I feel like. It sounded like shut up, da da da. Oh, get it? I get it. Anyway, so hi and welcome to the Rope Rebels podcast. Today we're gonna take a look at the tragedy. This will be <laughs> the Mandalorian chapter fourteen, My life. guys. <laughs> yes, let us all look at the tragedy. The tragedy. The Mandalorian chapter fourteen. Honey, would you like to do the business, or shall I? Business. Yeah, I don't really like to do the business because honestly, I just feel like why the hell anybody... I understand. Go ahead. But if we leave it to the end, everybody turns it off and nobody pays attention. So if I throw it up right up front, then people can't get away. I know, but the business essentially is telling people to go and follow us and to go and like our shit. And I'm like, why would we even want to do that? If people want to follow us, they will figure it out. You're absolutely correct. First of all, language. Sorry, my bad. Second of all, that's the whole point. (laughs) Like people who listen to our podcast, who are listening to us right now... Might be like, might be like, hey, this family sounds interesting. Perhaps I would like to see some of their further musings or Instagrams or Facebook pages or I'm just what saying, have you. If, if they wanted to, they'll figure it out. Like, I like to make things as easy as possible. Okay. For everyone. So You're just so needy. really quickly. <laughs> and it's not a need, but I would like. If people rated and subscribed to our podcast and gave us some more five-star reviews, because I think the last one we got was in 2019 from like Johnny Grasso. So I love you, Johnny. Thank you so much for the five-star review. But Thank please, you, I'd also like some 2020 reviews and like it's December. Can can somebody help us out? Yeah, that one email that we got. It's true. And that was Sebastian. <laughs> so thank you, Sebastian, for your one email. And I have, stay tuned to the end of the show for a new idea I may have for the future of our email slash communications audience participation. So you can check us out at theroguerebels.com where we talk about all kinds of things Star Wars, including our costumes and including like this podcast, Lizzie's cooking, podcast, shopping, cooking, shopping. Reviews. I read everything. You guys don't even know. You have no idea. Okay. Go ahead and follow us on Facebook. If you have a Facebook, do you have a Facebook? I know we should all shut down Facebook, but if you're still on Facebook, go ahead and hit us up our our Facebook page. It's the Rogue Rebels family. Rogue Rebels cosplay. Something like that. 
You'll know it's us because it's us dressed up as the rebels. Rogue rebels. And you can hit us up on Instagram, as always, at the Rogue Rebels on Instagram. And that is all. We also Reese... have we also have a Sal has a Twitter. I don't know that you should follow Sal. You should because he's kind of boring on Twitter. It's true. No. Um, but no. we also have a what's it called? One of those uh, ticky tuckies. TikToks. Oh, we have a TikTok. We have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. The Rogue Rebels as well. It's at the Rogue Rebels. Mm-hmm. At the Rogue Rebels. We don't post much. Uh, we do Look, have but, a, a few videos. But we videos. have a lot of heart. We have a lot of heart. We love every single buddy's, you know, post, um, mm-hmm. post uh, videos. Yes. Mom is obsessed with it. Yes. TikTok is, is a giant part of your day, I believe. Yes. Our dog is crying. Can you please open um, the door? See, that's what happens when the door is closed and then I have headphones on. It's a whole thing. I have to take off the headphones and then run over to the door and like I'm tangled in the wire. We need technology. Yeah, but this dog, man, it's really upsetting because you have to leave the door cracked open because the dog likes to get out. But then he like... The door has to be in. like four and a half inches open because that's the size of his head. And if, like, it's any less, he doesn't realize that he can push the door because he's a tiny dog. And if it's three inches open, he's like, I am cut off from you forever. My life, it's over. He likes over. to have, you know, but the advantage. But if you have him in here See, and then you, he goes again. And then you close dog. the door, he just left. I love him so much. If, if you have him in here and then you close the door, he's like, He I'm cries here. to get out and my then life, he cries to get my in. My life is over. I can never <laughs> leave. Oh, God. It's over. He's never going to get married. You know, for sound reasons, I want the door closed, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's like, what's worse, cleaner sound or having a dog crying in the track every seven seconds? Or people talking about the dog. People talking about the dog. Lizzie, how are you doing? How is <sighs> la life de universidad? Is that I say that? La vida de la universidad. I messed it up. ¿Cómo te lo va, Lizzie? ¿Cómo te lo va, Lizzie? Uh... Mi, mi hija. Uh, it's fine. It's just grand. Grand. Yeah. Like an army of the Republic? No. <laughs> no, it's no. Uh, Katie and I opened our presents, uh, to each other, and I got her, uh, <laughs> a hair dryer, because she didn't have one, um, and she was, like, using the heater. So, uh, okay. I got her a hair dryer, and then she got me white Converse shoes, okay. and they're very nice. They're very, Does, very, very nice. She is that. not familiar with how you treat shoes <laughs> to get you white shoes. Yeah. Listen, there's I a rule in the very, house. very, dirty. There's a rule in the house that your mom instated that is like, look, nobody can have white shoes or white socks because you guys are gross. She has um, white shoes. To be fair, th- yeah, but she actually you. cleans them. But I actually clean them. So, to be fair, to well, you guys were also, like, a lot younger when this rule was instituted. So you guys would come home from school with, like, filthy shoes, and she would be like, You had those a week! What are you doing? Um, so, that rule was instituted. In Axel's case, it was, like, a day. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Axel is, like, a whole other story. Yeah. Yeah. Axel's worse than me, somehow. And my shoes fall apart very fast. Um, because Mine of my last me a few ninja-ness. years. My my kitchen shoes lasted me for four years, and they're still going. They have like one little hole in them, and that's fine. No one can tell. Nobody knows. Okay. 
Uh, just real quick before we go on, recent show plugs. I did last night. I did the Steel Wars live roundtable on his YouTube. So if you go look for Steel Wars uh, on YouTube, there's a whole big thing where we talk about this very episode, which was fun and it had like, uh, oh my god, if I forget people, I'm gonna they're gonna be mad at me. It had like Brittany from the Canto by Dispatch. It had uh, yeah, Emily from the Canto by Dispatch, the Pop Culture Hour, and uh star wars insiders noah and Corey from the kessel run transmissions and like boo famously subjecting us to a naboo which is one of the things that like you know me you know in a car i like have a tendency to yell at podcasts but like naboo is a thing that like it really makes me upset so on the sith list (laughs) they have a game that they play called naboo and Boo comes up with, like, it's like a kind of, like, questions, like, true or false kind of thing. And it's really infuriating. And he comes up with these, like, Star Wars facts. And they're always, like, so whack that I get upset. And he did, like, a live what? one. And I was like, I'm going to get mad at you. Like, he'll do, like, the thing. He'll be like, oh, yo, here are three facts. You know, George Lucas, the, the name Coruscant came from an early George Lucas draft of blah 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 1977. Or blah, blah, blah. And he has, like, four options, right? And then you're like... Okay, the the Coruscant thing is real. Like, I remember that from J.W. Rinsler's book. You know, this one I have no idea about. Maybe this is the false one. And then you pick that one, and then Naboo's like, actually, Lily, it was 1976. And you're like, I would punch Boo in the face right now. <laughs> like, it's always the worst thing. And then one time he's like, I got to keep you guys on, a toe, on your toes. They're all wrong. And I was like, I hate you, dude. <laughs> uh, that's not even a... <laughs> Fun like, game at that he, point. he changes the rules and it's rude <laughs> sir it is rude um yeah so it was a lot mm. of fun and we talked about this very episode which we're about to get into have you done another SWGG or yeah keep that on um down? no we did another Star Wars Geek Girl episode and it had Lizzie my child J- yes Hello? There you are. Sorry. Uh, Hi? I think. Can you hear her, honey? I can. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So you explained whatever I just asked, right? Uh, kind of. <laughs> okay. I'm guessing just, the listeners heard. Uh, well, just, I did a Star Wars Geek Girl episode and it was, it had Jenna Marie, um, and, uh, Dale Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. It was about the Mandalorian, the, uh, the Jedi episode. Uh, it's two hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, content. Hashtag content. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good, to, to me, it was a good episode. Okay. Uh, I'm glad to hear that, and I can't wait for people to hear your thoughts. If they haven't already, go check out Star Wars Geek Girl on whatever your podcasting device slash listening thing is, and give them five stars and reviews and subscribes too. But give them to us first, because I think we just need them. <laughs> need them? I guess need is a strong word. I would just like for the last review not to be like a year ago. That's all. <laughs> or from someone we know. Yeah, or to be my buddy Johnny Grasso. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you? Is everybody ready for this week's thing? Yes. Spoilers for anybody not watching The Mandalorian right now. We're about to get into Chapter 14, The Tragedy. If you have not watched the episode, please go away. 
Or if you don't care about Echo's spoilers, crying. continue to listen. Spoiler, he's like, I didn't watch the episode. Oh, I don't have to go. But I'm like, whatever, dude. You don't even care. So we're going to get into it. Spoiler territory now. Chapter 14, The Tragedy. Here we go. Grogu. <laughs> yeah, so cute. Grogu. He's so, that was just us. Like, us the entire time. Like, I was just re-watching it, and then I re- he does it again. Like, he says his name again. Like, And I showed Katie, and Katie loved Grogu. We did that. Like, we, I did that with you. I used to go, like, Metallica. And used to go, And I used to go, Metallica. And there was, like, a whole thing. And, like, like I used to, like, I understand these dad moments <laughs> so much. That's you know? That's cute. Okay, so there was a lot of discussion going on about this whole, like, like, when he grabs the little ball from him. And he's like, dang, Farrick, man. Like, oh, no, no, no. It's okay. Like, don't put it down. You think he just didn't want him to be strong? No. To me, it was like, it, to me, it was like, Carabast, man. That was awesome. You go, little kid. Look at you go. But, like, it was so loud that, like, the kid was like, <laughs> you know. So I did him like, like, hell yeah. Like, it was very much that energy to me. I thought it was because he didn't want him to be strong. Like, they're literally going to the place where he's about to cut the call out. Like, I think he's beyond, like, limiting his child. But, like, then afterwards he was like, Like, yes, we don't want you to be far away and in New York, but we want you to utilize and reach your best skills and live your dream life. So, like, we try. But, like, he was also like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, it's not going to be my fault that you're leaving. It's fine. Like, he was trying to make himself feel better about leaving. Grogu. He's not making himself beater, feel better. He's, like, he's, he's being a good... Fa- yeah, he's sad, but he's doing the best he can for his child. But And that is something that I like and can understand. Yes. Why does he have to leave? Because it might, to. it might be the best thing for Grogu. He can't train him. He's too powerful. He's not the best person to teach him these things. I can never teach you how to cook. You'll never go anywhere with me. You have to go to New York and be far away and be in a place where we can't even see you until it's Christmas. Touche. You okay? I'm fine. Chapter 14, The Tragedy. Are you going to cry like Zoe did? Dank Farrick, leave me alone. (laughs) Um, Mm hmm. Well, you will see me on Christmas. And I got you another present, and I think you're going to love it. Stop talking to me, child. But uh, do you want to know what it is? Stop talking to me, child. <laughs> I don't well, do you like... Do you want to know what it is? As the, knights, the, as the Hernandez Knights know, I have very specific rules about food. Those rules also extend to holidays. I don't eat eggs after 12 p.m. Because then it's lunchtime. I won't eat pancakes either later in the day. I won't eat hamburgers before 12 p.m. And like, that's I also, a lie. I don't, I don't feel like that's a lie. You don't eat hamburgers after 12 p.m. Before 12 p.m. Mm. Before, because because before 12 p.m. is like you can still call it breakfast. What about breakfast burgers? That's not a burger. That's a sandwich. Breakfast burger. 
Breakfast burgers are not burgers. That's just a fancy name for a sandwich. Are we sandwich. talking about the episode anytime? Um, I guess so, but I just wanted to make my rules really clear. <laughs> Leave me alone, Echo. <laughs> okay. okay, guys, are we going to talk about the episode? Like, I keep saying eventually, but We're go ahead, We're all like, interested in Sal's rules about like how rigid he is with Christmas presents. But let's just put that, let's put a pin on it. Right there. My Welcome love, back to that. My love, take the wheel, my love. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, on this episode, we 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 get an insight of what a parent goes through when they have to make a difficult decision between Grumpy. allowing the children to, you know, move away to better things and, and, and something that as parents that we know we're not going to be able to supply for our children, right? Lizzie, please stop playing. Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, I'm not doing anything. Oh, okay. there's like a... <laughs> Oh, it's Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Good she's, times. Because we got something in the mail and we were popping the bubble. <laughs> awesome. Tell her it's okay. Tell her it's totally she said, okay. She said it's okay. They just were unsure what what, what, what was happening. <laughs> okay. Who keeps cracking their knuckles? <laughs> They thought that you were cracking your knuckles multiple times. <laughs> well, we thought you were cracking your well, knuckles. Okay, mm-hmm. they thought that I was cracking my knuckles, but like, I don't stop. even crack my knuckles. Okay. Anyway, so we go through this difficult transition of when we have to let go of our children, right? Because uh, we want them to have a better future and to be able to move on and through and do and do better things that we were able to do ourselves so this is where we are so he can for whatever reason i guess it's too small and, and i guess his ship is super big so he can't land right so what is it what is it that he do i mean he lands but then he's like yo let's just fly <laughs> and then he literally just holds his little baby while he flies baby doesn't have a helmet by the way which upsets me a little bit as a father but I'm like, you know, like he trusts himself and I get that. You didn't have armor. You didn't have armor. You didn't mm-hmm. have protection on when you were like going up the skateboard thing. You were doing the skateboard stuff. That's different. You know, I know myself. the skateboard stuff. I don't know what the... Like it's you guys that I don't trust. I worry about you guys. Like mm-hmm. I would have been like, hey, well, I'm going to pu- put you in this shoulder real quick. <laughs> Let me just put my shoulders together around you and then like we'll be good. But What's hey. it called? It's not armor. What is it? Beska. No, the like stuff you put on for skateboarding. You mean a helmet? Hat? Beska. Helmet? Beska. Jesus. Not Beska. Anyway. Oh, you guys. I don't know how you podcast together. Beska. <laughs> you guys don't get anything done. Last <laughs> time we did, it was pretty, pretty good. You know, yeah. we went oh. over this stuff real good. Beska. Alrighty. So then what do we have here? So they so, get uh, there. One brain cell. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Cell, take it over. A single brain cell that Dad and I share. Okay, so he jetpacks him over there, and then he's like, well, I guess I just put you on this rock right here. They said to put you on the seeing stone. Are you seeing anything? Because I don't see anything but a stone. And then Grogu's just like, me. Yes. And then all of a sudden there's like, blue stuff around him and he's Ugh. meditating no yes i can't scroll honey it's then a touch yes. screen honey it's okay. a touch screen so like well i tried that i tried your touch string nonsense and it's not working so i'm just gonna oh, have to God. use the mouse like a human 
My husband is not very okay. good with technology, apparently. So, like, but we love you. He puts them on the thing, and I heard, I heard the noise, right? And I was like, I know, I know that noise. And then he looks, and he's like, Hey, seems like a ship coming. And at first, I was like, Oh, the Imperials are tracking him, right? The Imperials tracked him to Tython. That sucks. But then, what do you see? And it's the slave, slave one, one the in the distance. The slave one looks weird. The slave one looks like it always looked, and I was like, No, it looked, it was fine, but it looked weird when it landed. It just looked like it was crashing very slowly. Go up? Uh, okay. What was that in front of, uh, right there? It looks like a witch. Yeah, he sees, like, the little butterflies and stuff, remember? Oh, that's true. The little butterflies start flying around him. It looks like a witch. Like a little, like... So Slave One comes, and Din is like, what is happening? It looks like there's a ship. Let me check this out. And then he turns around, and Grogu is like, oh, like full Avatar state. Yeah. (laughs) Very much. No, honey, he's following him. He doesn't Mm -hmm. say, oh. Anyway, he's following him. That's why he's there. Wait, following who? They're following Mundo, obviously. Oh, Boba. Mom's skipping. No, yeah, but I'm saying, like, he turns around, and Grogu is in full Avatar state. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as soon as I see the Slave 1, I'm like, oh my god, like, this is it, right? This is it. Like, I don't care why it's it, but this is it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, how did they get here? <laughs> like, they don't even have a tracker. Like, these other fools have a tracker on them, but it doesn't matter. They're but here. this is Boba. Yeah. But we're not, th- yeah. So, he tries to, like, hey, we gotta get this thing. Pa-pow! And he keeps, like, reaching into this force field and getting thrown to the ground. Yeah. He tries his best. But, and he's like, uh, well, I'm going to go protect you. So he goes downstairs. And yeah. who's downstairs? Man in black. Man in black's like in taking black. shots at him. And he's like, I tracked you here from Tatooine. And anytime Boba says Tatooine is like the dopeness. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm here for the armor. It sounded like Dantooine. And I was like, that's not what. That's not where you guys were. It's not where you were. That was a <laughs> fake rebel base, y'all. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, I was technically right. His dad is not all Mandalorian. He's a foundling. He's as Mandalorian mm-hmm. as the Mandalorian is, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Mandalorian. Culture-wise, he's Mandalorian. You follow Blood the creed, wise, you're not Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Honey. It's a creed. It's not a race. It's not a but of blood thing, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a creed. Okay. So he's like, yo, give me my armor back. You got it from Cobb Vent. And I'm like, why uh, did you let him hold... And let's take a second just to acknowledge that he was mentioned and that he's hot. And that moment has passed. Hot? Okay. And like, then we your mom on. loves Cobb Vent. Why? But, like, as soon as you watch this episode, it it's like... It looks like steel. It's like, Cobb Vent who? <laughs> Because none of that matters in another 20 minutes, but we'll wait for that. Mom's got it. Wow, Lizzie mm-hmm. just keeps wanting to mess mess with me today, doesn't she? You have wine with you, Mom? Not enough, Lizzie. <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> you know, and he's like, hey, like, no, my this was my father's, and now it's mine. And he's like, well, do you follow the Mandalorian creed? <laughs> and that's where Bell Boba's like, I give my allegiance to no one. And I was like, oh, like, he's a Mandalorian, but he's not, like, with all the Mandalorian society types. He's his own person, and it's awesome. 
And I'm like, man, this is going to be so metal. But he still looks like, how do you feel about Boba Fett in a like weird black Tuscan robe, semi Jedi looking? Because uh, I like it. Kind of reminds me of Clone Wars Boba. He wasn't in all black. He Baby. was in grays. No, but like little robes. He so. didn't have robes. When did he have robes? Looks like a robe. When? I guess like a yeah. He has a skirt ish thing. What? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. There's no good pictures. You take terrible screenshots. I take good pictures, but like I'm talking about. You said is Clone it? Wars Boba Fett, and he literally yeah. has like a poncho. A and poncho. A that's what it's called, not a rope. Okay. You said a skirt. Those are very okay. different okay. things. Okay, no, but Boba Boba here has a skirt. Boba here has like yeah a poncho with like a little kind of skirty. It's a tunic. Yeah, well, it's not quite a tunic. It's a like a skirt. Yeah, on the bottom he probably has like what we would call. People just say tunic because tabards. it's a man. It's a skirt. Well, tunic is the top part, but whatever. Sometimes. <laughs> Look, we're a costuming family that doesn't know costumes. Let it go, okay? <laughs> and that's where he gives his, like, I give my allegiance to no one. Yes. And then he's yeah. like, I got a gunner that'll drop you for the unload by the time I'm down. And he's like, so what? I got Beskar. What, homie? And he's like, I didn't say you. Oh, he's pointing at the kid. I thought it was, I don't know why I thought it was Aura for a second. Uh, or sing. Lando finished all. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I was like, that doesn't make sense. Spoilers for Solo, if you ain't seen that yet. Uh, but I knew it was her as soon as he says that. Because, like, okay, now we got the sniper. She was the sniper, remember? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then she's like, I got him in my sights, Mando. And he's like, Fennec, good ear, Mando. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Yeah. And then she comes down and she has Robo Tummy. She does have Robo Tummy. She's like, Boba Fett, save me. Robo Tummy. And I was like, man, how convenient is that? That he's like a gifted tummy surgeon. <laughs> and like had an extra <laughs> Robo Tummy lying around on the uh, sands of Tatooine uh, to like help out Fennec. Yeah. You know, he was like, you know what? I got an extra Robo Tummy and I need a good sniper. This is going to work out just fine. Yes. And secondly, how dope is her costume in the light of day? Like in the other, in the episode five, I'm sorry, chapter five, the gunslinger from season one of the Mandalorian. It's so dark that you don't really get to see her costume and like the helmet and all that. So like seeing her in these scenes in the light of day is really cool to see like the black and the red like details. And I like it. I think she's, yeah. You think she's, yeah. You think she has a robo-tummy. We can agree on that. Yes. We can all agree on robo-tummy. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, The armor was given to my father, Django, by your forebears. Yes. Oh, no. He was like a simple... (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Your turn, honey. When they say four bears, it makes me laugh. Your mom likes anything bears. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's like, four bears, and she pictures like four bears with Mandalorian helmets. <laughs> and she's like, how adorable. Django was given his armor by four bears. Uh, I 
guess. <laughs> it sounds cute. And I'm like, but those four bears have taken the creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four Victorias. My mom is having fun. <laughs> it's great and adorable. Yeah. It's adorbs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's when like more ships come up and he's like, oh no, it's the Empire. They've tracked us somehow. Somehow. And then Din's like, oh, I gotta go upstairs and get the little guy. And they're like, we will protect you. Right? So they're like, you know, like, in exchange for the armor, we'll keep you and the baby safe. And he goes up to this stupid thing and keeps reaching into it and out of it for ten minutes. And keeps getting knocked on his butt. He's and trying. I'm like, okay, you're really trying to get to your kid, but, like, can you not see, son? Well, I'm sorry. When something like that happens, parents tend to be very irrational. Irrational. For instance. Irrational. Irrational. What did I say? Rational. Wow. Much like when totally Axel opposite and I of are not in danger, but mom still worries. Mm-hmm. I do. I worry a lot. We do. We worry about you. Dad doesn't. I do. I worry not about like you. Excessive. And your decision-making ability. Are you saying that I worry excessively? I do worry a excessively. Little. Explain yourself, child. Uh, just when I try to do anything. What? Yes, that's the part where we worry. <laughs> Why? Because we're so unsure. We've tried so hard to make sure you know things. I do but know But we're things. so worried that you don't you know do the things. But you don't let me and you don't help me learn things. We do help you learn things, but we're no, scared you don't know you, enough. I told You guys taught me taxes for, like, 15 minutes and expected me to know what taxes were. You know what? Here's the secret about taxes. It doesn't matter. They're going to take your money anyway, so just do it. I know. Your mom gets real picky about taxes. I'm like, let's go to H&R Block. It's done. They're going to okay. take our money. We don't go to H&R Block. I don't know what that is. It's a joke you won't understand, that's my child. That's what daddy used to do. And that's why we worry. And that's why we worry. Because <laughs> nothing against H&R Block, but that's just Sal's way to do it. My way is a little bit different than that. What is... Okay. You start okay. talking about taxes. Sorry, my bad. Boring mm-hmm. subject. Well, I, I don't understand. This is what you guys do. You're That's like, why oh, we're worried. But, but, so Can you not understand why we're worried? Taxes uh, are important and they happen every year. When you year. work, they take taxes, right? Yes. They take mm-hmm. taxes out of your paycheck, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Okay. There you go. That's what I, I, I know that. That's the end okay, of the so story. Okay, so you learned what I was trying to explain to you. And if you're an independent contractor, right? If you don't have, if you're selling, you know, stuff, you should pay taxes, oh, right? Like, no, so, wait, okay. wait. All right. You were trying to teach me bills. You expected me to learn bills really quickly. In Absolutely. A day. Absolutely. Every month you give somebody money. That's yeah. a bill. Congratulations. You, you have, have passed the class. Electricity, you have to pay for water. You have to pay to the city. So, yeah, it's actually pretty easy. You get your invoice. You send them a check. Check it on your checkbook. Make sure you... Yeah, Lizzie, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It, all of these things are important. No. It's just make sure you give somebody money by this date. <laughs> That's the end of the lesson. Easy peasy. Yes, but we worry about that. Because if you don't give people money by this that date, about that's making when the they money. send Boba after <laughs> you. That's where things get dicey. <laughs> Watch out for bounty hunters. So, Boba and Fennec... They're like, we got this. And then... Okay. So here's my okay. question. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. So he saves her, right? 
He yes. saves her yes. and gives him a, gives her a tummy, a robo tummy, right? Okay. Robo tummy. So now she owes. She is in debt to Boba for saving her life. No, but what does that mean specifically? Um, I feel like it's like kind of a weird indentured servitude kind of thing. That sucks, dude. It does suck, but also like it's a voluntary. Th- like she feels that she owes him her life, so she's gonna like help him out until she feels that that debt has been paid. So I don't feel like it's not like Boba's holding it over like, oh, I saved your life. You're not going to bring out your blaster right now. Like at no point does Boba be like, hey, like. And that speaks volumes about bring her me and about him. And I really think please. about it. You know, that speaks volumes about her and her code of conduct mm-hmm. and even about him. And that this mutual understanding that they have mm-hmm. that it doesn't really have to be either it's a tacit understanding right it doesn't have to be expressly it's definitely like a unwritten un in legal terms as i am the smart person in legal things in the family of course i will say it is something like a uh handshake deal i believe that is the legal term (laughs) anyway Uh, so asterisk don't listen to sal in anything legal and so, um, Dad so, is not a doctor or a lawyer. I'm not a doctor of law. So I or re- a doctor. So I really admire, you know, the kind of character that these two individuals, you know, assassins, if you may, display, well, and an I am very yeah. impressed by it. So she owes, owes him a debt because he helped save her life, and then now he, for the armor, is indebted <laughs> to. Yeah, you're watching. He's killing Boba. No, he's killing Phasma. He's killing Phasma. Echo has a little, like... Sorry, I said his name, and now he stopped and looked at me. He has, he has like, it's a Phasma dog toy that I got from Petco, like, one year for Christmas. And now he's, like, killing it and, like, assassinating it and, like, running around and killing it. But now I said his name, and now he's just looking at me weird. Hold on. Oh, no. He's coming towards the computer. Oh, no, he's coming. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here he comes. Okay, but he was like fighting it, and he was like ah, hey, ah, and he was doing the like the puppet. He was playing with it. Okay, so these two were like, no, we got this. We're gonna keep the kids safe. Like for the armor, we'll keep the kids safe, right? Yes. And they like go out there with their sniper, and Boba. Sniper. Is that what I said? Yes. It's a word Sal- that I just made up, and so it is short I think that for sniper Sal rifle. Sal and I have drunk a little bit too much. We only finished we one a bottle. It's dinner. fine. And we had a delicious wine, and I can. I hope you can see my. Like, I really wish you could see my dog right now because it's so funny, and I'm he's, like holding it again. I'm laughing out loud. Name. Don't say his name. He's doing it again. Oh God. He's killing it. God. He's like, okay. He's like, I'm the boss now, Phasma. I'm the boss. I'm in charge now, Phasma. I'm in charge. Crap, he's looking at us. He's looking at your mom. Do you guys remember that like episode from like uh, Rebels where um, the wolves show up and just like ran through the like stormtroopers? Yes. The stormtroopers. Yes, that happens. Yeah. Towards the end of season four. That's basically it. He grabs it like a ragdoll. Yeah. Uh, that was a good episode. Are you guys okay? We're great. To podcast? So, I Boba okay. and his sniper. As I said before, that is short for sniper rifle. Um, I'm really happy that Boba <laughs> <sounds> so has, 
that he has it's a it's a like cycler rifle like the Tuscans use, and he has the Tuscan like gaffy stick as well. And that is super Mythical? metal to me. It's called a gaffy stick in Star Wars, gaffy but out stick. of universe, it's called something else. And I did like a, I did Twitter, I did Twitter research. I'm not gonna Twitter. lie. Twitter, Twitter. So we'll talk about that oh, later. That's not really but anyway, like there's this cool shot where they're both like sniping stormtroopers and killing everybody, and it just looks awesome because it's Boba in all black with no helmet shooting people, and Fennec, who got his back, shooting people. Hmm. Yes. Those were cool scenes. I thought I I never disliked that character, but like I just thought she was like cooler. Fennec this oh, time, yeah. yeah. She uh, she didn't get much. She was like, oh, this like no. assassin that blah 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 blah, and then like the guy shoots her in the stomach. But she like plays the whole double dealing, and she has like way better hand to hand stuff. Double in chapter dealing, five. dirty dog, leave right now, never to return. Oh, oh. oh my god, I remember what that was. Yeah. <laughs> it was a defenses to torch. I remember too. Oh, you have a mnemonic that you just remember. Yes, I just remember. Yes. Double dealing dirty Mom dog. I remember all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Do you remember what it was? Um, double defenses dealing to torch. Dirty dog, leave right now, never to return. Yeah, but what was that? It's a seven. Defenses? It's seven defenses, right? No, it's seven Crap. torts, 11 defenses. The torts is assault, <sighs> battery, conversion, uh, ABC, if uh, false imprisonment, intentional, intentional emotional distress, uh, trespass to chattel, trespass to land. Uh, did I ever was say conversion? Was it chattel or chattel? You said conversion. Chattel. I call it chattel. I hope it's, you know. I say chattel because it sounds chattel. fancier. So that was the torts and the double dealing dirty dear dog leave right now never return. <laughs> she says chattel, I say chattel. Aren't we such an odd couple? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, chattel. <laughs> okay. I am proper town. <laughs> okay, so like I'm gonna say, it looks like so like they're taking out people, right? And then Boba comes out with the gaffy stick and just starts wailing on fools and smashing yeah. stormtroopers to death. Okay. Yes, that was like, terrifying. That was it cool. Was but like... the dopest thing in the world. And the thing that I'm going to say that I appreciate that what they did was before Boba Fett even gets his armor back, you already know he's Boba Fett. Like, he didn't have to put the armor on and be like, now I'm dope. Like, he was like smoking <laughs> fools with a stick before he even gets his armor on. And then he stick. comes back. As your, like, worst nightmare multiplied by 17. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, multiplied by sh- 6, as Megamind would say. Yes. Yeah. So I was extremely happy. And then on a side note, I will mention this now. Crap, I don't know if I can remember the name. But the weapon, the, the gaffy stick, it is created, it is like a, uh, it was based off of a, a Fiji weapon called, like, the Totoka, I think. Or let me see. I'm, I need to skip forward in the notes. Because um, I wrote it down. Fijian Totokia. Okay? And it's a Fiji weapon, which was used by, like, Maori warriors. And, like, Timura Morrison, the actor, is a Maori person. So to see him, like, go off with a, like, you know, historical Maori weapon is 
pretty badass. And it's, like, not something that was ever intentional. I'm sure, like, nobody invented, you know, they didn't take that weapon and, like, put it into Tusken Raiders' hands and be like, yo, in a year we're going to pay this off because I'm going to cast a New Zealand dude who's Maori. It's going to be dope. (laughs) But, like, to work that out and be like, yo, let's give him Tusken Raider weapons because it's going to be dope to see Tamura Morrison, a person of Maori descent, handle a historical Maori weapon. And it was awesome to see Tamura Morrison beat the shit out of stormtroopers with a stick. Language. That was intentional. Help. Help. Scrolling back. Scrolling back. Lizzie talk. Uh, uh, so I thought, I thought he was pretty cool. Yeah, before he put on the armor and stuff. I guess he had cool stick. Like, they're laying uh, on, okay, troopers like, are laying on the ground point. and their faces are busted open. What? They're cracked. Okay, so yes. isn't that amazing, though? That, that was just satisfying. That was just so beautiful. And you it see was shot so the well. pieces just fly. It was like, it was so good. It was like the Sin City movie. We've gotten a amazing. little bit of it. Because in like, uh, in Rogue One, when, uh, that too. when Chirrut Imwe is like beating stormtroopers with a stick. Like, you see a little bit of, like, the helmet crunch. But it was not the same as watching Boba Fett smash Stormtroopers open with a gaffy stick. Um, You might as well call it a Stormtrooper opener. Because that's how awesome it was. And I was very happy. I'm not feeling that. I loved it. Every second of it. No, I'm not feeling the Stormtrooper opener. I'm standing by it. I still don't feel it. Hashtag Stormtrooper opener. I said not, never mind. We'll see how that goes. None of our hashtags have ever taken off. Oh no, I had a ridiculous <laughs> hashtag before. Sal is like, oh, why do you use the hashtag? Uh, nobody's going to use it, it's too long. And I'm like, that's why. Because nobody's going to use it, it's too long. I it's love mine. it. It's mine. <laughs> what was it? Uh, it's strong, but the force is a new pretty. Yeah, it was good. But I'm like, nobody's going to use it, so I can go back to my photos and that's figure fair. out which ones I like. <laughs> okay. Sally's so like, that's not the point so, of hashtags. I'm like, I don't like, care. Big brain. Uh, it's good. She's like, it's a, it's a me hashtag. <laughs> it's for me to look at my stuff. <laughs> so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The like, there's a stormtrooper that comes out and they do the like, they hit with the artillery. So it was like cool to see a like yellow, the yellow painted stormtrooper with the yellow thing to do like the artillery stuff. And then she like pushes the rock, Fennec Shan pushes the rock down, um, which was great. And they get a like Temple of Doom moment. Which is great. And that's funny because everybody's like, what is like, what is that one guy doing? He like, just stands there while the rock kills him. And I was like, look. He was shooting at it. He really thought he was going to, like, diminish it to nothing and, like, blow up the rock before it got to him. Spoilers, he didn't. Um, and then you will see that Fennec Shan does, like, the running and jumping off the cliff and shooting backwards, which is straight out of Desperado. 
uh, we haven't talked about. I remember it was crazy, silly, dirty, dirty, dealing, dirty dog. Yeah, I think it we're started back. with crazy. No wonder it didn't make sense. We're back on the mnemonic. Keep going. Okay, we didn't talk about this yet, but Robert Rodriguez directed okay. this episode. And as some of you may not know, I'm from San Antonio, Texas. So I hail from a place wow, that is you are? very respect. I know you know, but oh. the listeners, honey, they don't know that I'm Texican. Feisty, Lisi, feisty. They don't realize that I, that we represent and love Robert Rodriguez from where we come from. We do. And are very happy. Not I you, you were going to say that me. we love Texas. And I was like, do we? No, we don't. Look, it's, 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 it's getting better. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not there. <laughs> also, I left for a reason. It was crazy. But still. Like, Robert Rodriguez is from Texas, and he has, like, this specific flavor to his action, and it comes all out here. Flavor. Like, Fennec Shan does the backwards jump just like the uh, mariachi from Desperado, like, straight mm-hmm. out of that movie, same shot and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it. Once again, Din Djarin is still upstairs, trying to, like, reach through this force field. And then he he's finally... He finally realizes that nothing's gonna happen, and he's like, well... Okay, I guess I guess I'll just protect you then, and then he goes downstairs finally with no jetpack. Important part of the oh, story. Yeah. He See, has no jetpack. That's that's the problem, right? So if I was him as a mother, then I'd be like, "Well, uh, hold uh, up, mom. Moms are a bit smarter than dads, but continue." That's fair. It's like, why would you go down there? Just I want to right argue, there. but if I you're can't gonna protect your child. Stay right next to your child. Instead, you go down there. And then you have a bunch of people come in and take your child away. Like, the second he leaves, too. What a... (laughs) And then the second he leaves, the, like, protective barrier around the child leaves. Yep. Like, he can't get through, and he's like, well, I guess you're fine here. Let's go take care of this. And then it's like, oh, now the child is vulnerable. And I was like, no. This is the worst day ever. (laughs) Also, I am just now remembering that this episode is titled The Tragedy and this bodes ill for the future. Uh. Okay. So he gets downstairs with Fennec and and like the whole time Boba is whooping fools to death with a stick. Like you get the shot where Boba sees the ship and sees his armor and then I'm like I know what's coming. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. And it's gonna be good. And then like we don't see him for five minutes right? And then <laughs> and then Din is like, he put on armor on so fast. And then Din is like, I'm gonna go help then protect you. And then he goes downstairs with Fennec, and they have the whole like dual person shootout. But he is also a shield. <laughs> and then like they're shooting people, and it's gonna be great. And what happens? My He's boyfriend's cool. back, and you're gonna be in trouble. Hey now, hey now, Boba's back. Hey, Mom, did you hear that? What? Dad what? said he has a boyfriend. <sighs> well, what you gonna do about it? Nothing. She can't argue. Look at this. He comes <laughs> down, and he just backfists the first stormtrooper that he lands in front of. After blowing people up from the air. And he like runs up ahead and he's like blowing them up left and right. And he like shoots two people with his wrist launcher, with his wrist lasers. He like puts a guy in a headlock and then punches him in the stomach and then shoots him with a wrist rocket. So he blows him away. And it is adorable. And it is beautiful. And it is everything 
that I knew that Boba Fett was. And I'm so happy to see him come out like this. And I'm so happy for him to wreck about 17, 18 people in a good 45 seconds. And for all those people that used to be like, why do you like Boba Fett? He doesn't do anything. To be like, hey, yo, here's him in 45 seconds. Do you really want more? Yes. And just Clone Wars. Clone, Clone also, Wars. here is the uh, shot of Boba Fett shooting people, and the subtitle is Stormtroopers Continue Groaning. Uh, and it, once again, in a Robert Rodriguez like callback, he does like this crossover like shots mm-hmm. that are like straight out of like Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, he like shoots the guy behind him by crossing over. After he shoots stormtroopers with his knee, he shoots so many stormtroopers that when he shoots stormtroopers with his knee, seven stormtroopers run away. They run away. They see him shoot somebody with their knee and they say, you know what? I quit. Honey. It's pretty smart. From an employment law point of view, people get shot with a knee. And then those other stormtroopers that want to, that run away, is that like a good like at will employment kind of thing where they're like, I'm out. I don't think these guys are at will. They're like indentured. <laughs> what are we what are we talking here? Well, I mean, if I have to guess, these guys are on the contract, right? Because at will basically implies that you can leave your employment whenever you feel like it, just the same way that your employer can, you know, fire you whenever they feel like it. These guys can't leave whenever they feel like it. So, Boba Fett is coming at you and killing 17 people mm-hmm. and then 18 and 19 with his knee. Okay. What do you think they're like? They're probably not going to get any benefits, obviously. That stuff's all forfeit. You think they're going to be okay? Okay with Like cool. with leaving their employer. With leaving the military, right? Because technically they're like in the military. Well, a mission. Yeah, I think that there's different rules for that, dude. Ah, okay. Also, they all died, so it doesn't matter. Look, yeah, I was going to get to that, but I wanted your mom to like weigh in for the 45 seconds that they lived until Boba Fett <laughs> blows them up okay. with his jetpack rocket. <laughs> uh, my and then turns around and faces the camera, and this is the part where I'm like, Cobb Vanth, who? None of this matters. Look at this fool. Look at what are you Echo. talking about? Why are you crying for Cobb Vanth? Why are you crying for String Bean? Because we love him so much. We love him, Daddy. And then there was a really good line where he's like, "Nice he's so shot." Gorgeous. I was aiming for the other he's one. So gorgeous. <laughs> like that was pretty sweet. Oh yeah, I thought that was funny because I was like, "Wasn't he doing the other one?" And then he said that I was like, "Okay, well at least he takes responsibility <laughs> he, he, he for it." He admits it. <laughs> Oh, and then what happens? Nice what happens, Lizzie? Uh, uh, nice. Sh- oh yeah, his whole ship gets blown up. They blow up Din Djarin's life. His whole ship. His house. Yeah. They blow up his home, and like it's like like this ship has been through some stuff in the past few seasons, right? Like, it's gotten wrecked, and, like, one guy fixed it for a thousand credits, but it was very creaky and was tied together with string. Um, but it is, like, dust right now. It is atoms. 
Yeah, that that was surprising because I was like, oh, it's not fixable anymore. <laughs> not at all, right? It doesn't look like it. No. I don't know. If he goes back to, uh, it's not Moncala. What is it? The moon, the sanctuary moon of Trask. No, not the sanctuary. The estuary moon of Trask. If he goes back to Trask, I don't think that Mon Calamari dude in a sweater is going to be like, thousand credits. <laughs> and be able to work anything out of this, right? No. Um, so I felt very sad. Yeah, but I also understand. Sad. All the memories with Baby Yoda. Or yeah. Grogu. Yeah. Grogu. 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 Yeah. Stop, guys, stop. And look how happy this smug little dank ferric guy is on the bridge of his light cruiser that I love blowing up in Star Wars Squadrons. What? Uh, It's a ship that I blow up in Star Wars Squadrons. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yes, please don't detract from the podcast and let me get the joke in. It's not even funny. (laughs) It's not even funny anymore. Have the dark troopers been engaged? Uh, I'm gonna do it right now, I swear. And then they send the Dark Troopers out. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, I guess, kind of. Like, what do you think of the Dark Troopers themselves? Just, like, going Uh, off... They're just, like, scary robots, right? Yeah, I mean, I like the Death Troopers a lot better. They sound cooler, too. Yeah, Death Troopers are... But those are humans. Like, those are, like, cybernetic humans, I think. Like, I like the Dark Troopers, they're fine. But uh, the uh, there was I was on Steel's show last night and they were talking about like, oh so like why are they like these black troopers with red eyes? It's like, why would you give them red eyes? It's like, and I'm like, because evil. Like why? Uh, if I'm building a robot, it's like yo make this robot look dope. Give me something all black with red eyes. And they're like yeah, but there's like two on the nose. And I'm like, if you're an evil guy, you want everything to look dope. So shut up. It looks dope. <laughs> Um, they did look like empty Iron Man suits coming down <laughs> to get Grogu, who fell oh, asleep yeah. after he'd finished his phone call. He was, he was tired. Uh-huh. He does his thing. He's like, eh. He does the little side fall. It sounds like me on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Except that I worked yesterday and today. You've had a so tough... I, I think I... Lately. I, I think it's worth it. Yeah. But he does one thing and he goes to yeah. bed. He sits up and he gets taken. He's the baby. And he's like, no. And they're like, no, 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 they took the baby. And then what happens? Uh, and then the uh, woman is, well, not, no. What okay. Like, Wait. They were like, you better go get your ship. And Boba jetpacks to his ship. And then oh, he's like, yeah. I have them in my sights. And they're like, hold on, Boba. Do not blow up everybody, including the baby. And he's like, fine, I'll follow him. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I was like, what are you going to do? Blow up three droids? How do you even know? Yeah. But then again. That was a bit concerning when then the yeah. woman was like, maybe, maybe yeah. don't. Do not harm the child. Everybody just calm down. <laughs> okay. And then that's when he flies up to the light cruiser and he's like, ah, the Empire. They're back. And I'm like, I know you killed 37 people with a stick downstairs in Stormtrooper armor. But I understand that there's a big difference between killing two ships of stormtroopers and a giant light cruiser up in the sky. Like, that part didn't bother me. People were like, dude, why are you like the Empire's back when you just killed like 14 stormtroopers? Like, they're Imperial. And I'm like, that's not the same thing. That's like a little... He's not going to fight them. What, What do they mean? The fact that he just killed 15 stormtroopers on the ground that are also Imperial. Uh huh. 
is not the same thing as looking at a light cruiser of a ship that's probably crewed by hundreds of the Empire. Well, yeah, but that's those are point. only 15. And people just think like, oh, well, it's just a few. Like, that's what so they said you in the beginning of the So you agree with me and my point. Yeah. It, okay. That's what they said yes. in the beginning of the season. Yeah. It's just the empire is gone. Look, it's just a few Boba, people that believe it's. I know still you've been <laughs> walking around on Tatooine with a stick for five years, but this is what's happening right now. Uh, so yeah. yeah, so like I thought that was pretty cool. So and yes, then he's I like, agree with <sighs> you, Dad. You should have had me podcast with you, and I would have been like, No, you guys dream. are wrong too. Look, you're too busy. You barely watched the episode today. I know, but if I had a reason to watch it. The other times. I mean, the reason is, is there's a new episode mean? of Star Wars. Is there not like a better amazing. reason? Anyway. Boba, oh, no. What's next? Din Djarin is walking around the crater that used to be his life. Oh, and he finds the ball, which I don't know how the ball survived when everything else didn't, but it's okay. It doesn't matter how the ball survived, because that ball has a better backstory than those Han Solo dice that they tried to make <laughs> important in the last two movies of Star Wars. Uh, yeah, nah. Don't care. He finds the ball, and that's his motivation, right? And, like, then what does he find? He finds a spear. But there's this shot, and I'm so, like, happy that Axel found it, too. That, like, there's a shot, like, right after he finds a spear, right? He's out there in the crater, and he finds a spear, and you see, like, Boba's looking at him. And they pan over to Boba. And the expression on Boba's face is there is a son who's lost his father, who's looking at a father that's lost his son. Yes. And that makes me so happy that Axel was like, yo, dude, like, that's what happened to him. He lost his dad. And like, this guy lost his kid. And I was like, I didn't realize that. Congrats, Axel. So smart. I'm very proud of you, son. And I'm very, that's probably what he's thinking. (laughs) Is he crying? Are you crying? I'm not crying. I was just making a voice for a podcast. Way to ruin the message. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then he walks back and he's like, this is all that survived. Beska, let me show you something. And he shows him the little message and he's like, yo, this has been my like chain code has been hard coded into this kit for 25 years. Right. So I found a like people have translated the Mandoa on the chain code. My husband. I, no, I didn't do it. I found this person, uh, Harakoa One. <laughs> but you on were gonna Twitter. do it, weren't you? Well, I looked into it, but I let other people do the work. <laughs> so the translation of the Mendo is like foundling took into like the year. It's like an incomplete translation, but it says Concord Dawn mentor just like father Fett Boba Fett, and like if this ties up to legend stuff, Jaster Mariel was the person who found Django Fett on Concord Dawn in the Legends series Open Season, which is like a four-issue comic series about the origin of Django Fett, which is like pretty dope because if that opens up stuff like that. And then he's like, your father was a foundling. And he's like, yep, and this stuff is mine. He fought in the Mandalorian Civil Wars, mm. which is dope because, like, does that mean, like... I don't know what that means, but clearly Django Fett was a foundling, and so Django Fett was Mandalorian, which means Bobo was Mandalorian. Technically. Mm-hmm. That armor belongs to you. All right, I gotta go now. Wait, 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 wait. I told you I was gonna help you protect the kid. Kid's gone. Well, 
until that kid is safe. Again. We are in your debt. People with honor. <gasps> You're telling me that Boba Fett is coming along for the ride for the rest of the season? We have two episodes and Boba freaking Fett is hanging with my boy and gonna help him to get back his little baby boy. <sighs> <sighs> One of these days, the Star Wars is going to give a heart attack, heart attack to my husband. One of these days. So he's like, all right, let's get on the Slave One. So now Din Djarin gets to ride on the Slave One. And they're like, oh, they just blew up his house. I'm so sad. But I'm like, you get to ride on the Slave One now? <laughs> and so like, they Mom, go back to... Dad would have been like, who cares about my ship? Yeah, who cares <laughs> about my ship? Can I ride with you forever? Me and, uh, what is her name? Fennec Shand. We gonna be your friends. We're gonna have a little baby Yoda on the ship for no reason. Okay, so they go back to Navarro and he's like, Look, Kara, you're a marshal and all this. Can you look up something for me? I need to find this guy. Mayfeld, that jerk from last season. Like, why? He says why. He says, I, I know, need him still. to help me track the ship. Because that dude was like an Imperial sharpshooter, right? Yeah. Because I keep going like, why do they need another sniper? Like, they have Fennec Shand. Why do they need a, a him sniper? Because he was like an Imperial sharpshooter. I wasn't a stormtrooper wise ass, right? Mm-hmm. But like, no, they need him to track uh, Moff Gideon. Okay, I understand. And now we go back to Grogu. And little Grogu throwing stormtroopers all over the place. Like throwing stormtroopers left and right. And then he gets tired and he's leaning on his little hand. Oh, God. He looks so tired. (laughs) He's like, and then Moff Gideon's like, look at you. Oh, so sleepy. That's what Sal says to me every night. Yeah. That's like, (laughs) baby, you look tired from work. I know you work hard, but you get oh, so sleepy. Would you like to watch an episode of the Golden Girls before you go to bed? Yes, 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 yes. That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Let me get you a glass of wine. (laughs) All right. Hit it with stun. Pa-pow! And then I play video games. And then I play video games. Star Wars Squadrons. Okay. And then you're like, shh, shh. Turns on the dark saber in front of him, and he's like, "Don't he hurt yourself, Grogu." <laughs> like this punk, I jerk. cannot wait for him to get punked. Send an encrypted message to Doctor Pershing. Tell him we have our donor. Everybody, bring me my tiniest shackles and put them on <laughs> this baby. And he puts them on. Okay, episode over. God, d- d- dank Ferric, what a ride. <laughs> I have. I... Go. No, you, you go. No, stop letting me talk. Go. No, go, go. I, I am go so ahead. happy. And I feel like like there's so much other stuff. like, And with the trailers and everything, like kind of like spoilers being out there, I think like my ride for the first four episodes has not been this total surprise that I didn't see coming. But as soon as I was able to watch it and enjoy it all in the moment was so dope. That I really am glad for Star Wars when they bring it and when, like, I'm not spoiled for stuff. When everybody's like, well, it looks like Ahsoka might show up and stuff. And then I see it and I'm like, okay, it's Ahsoka. And then there's a lot of other stuff around that that's not the greatest as well. I think might diminish from when I was just like, 
<gasps> it's Boba Fett with a stick, and he's just smoking fools left and right. That was good, but I, st- I think I still like the other one better. Which one? Um, the one with uh, oof, Lady Lady Mando. You're talking about Bo-Katan. Yeah. Okay. I, f- I feel that, but I think I'm going to have to go Texas style and just like, this is it. Like Robert Rodriguez and Boba Fett killing people with his knee is my favorite episode that is very much like right I now. have a present for... Is, is that me? I don't know what's happening. Sal loves Robert Rodriguez. He loves Robert Rodriguez. I don't know how to like... So he's the director of this he's episode. He also directed things that I grew up with, like El Mariachi, Desperado, Desperado. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, like... um, Spy Kids. You guys probably know him from Spy Kids and uh, Shark Boy yeah. and Lava Girl. But like, that's the director, and he knows how he to shoot. He knows how to shoot action. That is not like he's not like a martial artist, but he knows how to make people look cool. And I think he has that's a cowboy hat. Like it's true. Dave Filoni. I know, but like and Dave, I like it better because it's like simple, <laughs> you know, and it's very much like the fights are really awesome. Listen to me, Boba Fett, uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez style, brought back Boba and made him look doper than anything else. I think that was the right choice. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's so good. I have a present. Okay, speak uh, apparition. I've I've sent it to the Rogue Rebels familiar chat. Uh, I have to go on my phone for this. Yes. Oh my god, did you just do this right now? Yes. (laughs) 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 This is a thing that is, if you are listening to this episode, this will be uh, on Monday. We're going to go ahead and put this on. (laughs) Monday is like the... uh, the the moratorium like when star wars starts treating spoilers then i guess it's okay for us to tweet spoilers as well Uh, i say tweet but i mean say things online yes uh yeah okay so just real quick getting to stuff after this is a wonderful picture and i can't wait to share it with our listeners all two of you one of you is me choking here she's choking on her own adoration okay so I already talked about the Fijian uh, Totokia, which is like the Maori weapon that Tamura Morrison gets to break stormtroopers with. Now, let's talk about Almec the Liar. Django Fett was a common bounty hunter. How he acquired that armor is beyond me. So, Almec Mm. lied. First of all. Yeah, he was a liar. I mean, we always knew that Almec was a jerk and a liar. He was a cheap and a liar and a Power and a politician, horrible punk. old man. But also, like this sort of brought up this weird thing where I'm like, are like Mandalorian, like from Mandalore, are they like racist? Because like he um, says that, and then at one point, like there's one part where uh, when Maul kills Pre Vizsla, like Bo-Katan is like, no outsider will ever rule Mandalore, and I'm like, hmm, y'all are just like, do you guys only count your clan as like the dope clan? Um, but anyway, I cut into a little well, bit I mean, of... Okay, go ahead. Maul wasn't Mandalorian. Right. But outsider. She uses the word outsider. But she, he is an outsider because he's not Mandalorian. So are foundlings outsiders? Technical, like if they technically... Take the... well, uh, but he, no. he didn't go through the no, training, because... so they're not... Yeah, that's uh-huh. fair. Okay. Just curious. This gotcha. is a little, like, uh, part from the Now Legends comic, Open Seasons. 
where like they find Django, which is like the story of Jaster Mareel finding Django. And it's like a little comic book panel and he's hugging a little boy Django. And he's like, his whole family's dead. They were killed as like, in like the Death Watch came to this place and the protectors tried to stop them. And there was like kind of a fight. I remember that. And the whole family got killed, right? And so little Django's like, he's dead. I read that. And Jaster's like, yes, feel any better? No, I don't know. Not yet. Good. Welcome to the Mandalorians. And, like, if they keep cut some of that stuff, then, like, that's the story of Django getting found and brought into the Mandalorians, which is pretty sick. Which is basically how Dinjar and Dijon must Yeah, it's almost uh, the same story, right? Adopted. Like, it's a battlefield, and they find you, and you're an orphan, and let's do it. Okay, so right now, the team that we have going into... The, like, we have two episodes, and last season's chapter 7 and 8 were almost like a two-part, you know what I mean? Like, connected... Like, finale, right? So yeah. if we have that. Right now, we got Din, Fennec, Boba, and they're going for Mayfeld, so, like, whatever. I'm not a giant fan of that dude, but he has a shoulder gun that I cannot deny is awesome. <laughs> um, but I really don't care about anything else other than Boba is in the, the final team. What are you guys feeling for the finale? How do you think it's kind of, like, going to shake out? Do you have any, like, crazy predictions that you want to make or anything? Hmm. Hmm. I'm putting everybody on the spot. No, really. Don't have I just hope they get Baby Yoda again. Okay. They don't I guess I'll start while work. you guys think of a really fun story to tell. Uh, like, I feel like Bo Katan is coming for that blade. But I don't think Din is going to go get her. I yeah. feel like they're also tracking Gideon, right? So maybe they will just end up in the same place at the same time fighting against the same person. Um, so I don't feel like the te- like his team is going to get any bigger. Um, but I do feel like Bo and her people will be there, which is dope. Because if you're, you're going to tell me that Boba, Bo-Katan, Din Djarin, and some Night Owls and Death Watch are all taking down this dude with a Darksaber and Dark Troopers... That that is crazy. So then I have another question to ask you guys. Yes. Grogu. Yes. He picked up the phone and he called somebody. Who do you think is gonna answer that call? And do you oh, think you anybody's like an actual... gonna answer that call? Lizzie, um, you should know I don't use language as rigidly as everyone else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um I mean, would they know where he is then? Like, how does that work? I don't know how it works, but it's the Force. So imagine it works like they're going to come find him. Who's coming? Uh, Voss? No. I mean, Voss would be great for no reason. (laughs) He would just be like, look, uh, I didn't really want to get into all this, but Lee sounded like he needed help, so I'm going to come and do the thing. uh, What about uh, Blueberry Boy? Okay. This was an argument that was brought, because that's also my first choice. Blueberry Boy. Well, I mean, I guess logically, the first choice would be like Luke, right? Like, at this time. No, he won't. Well, at this time, it doesn't seem like he started a school yet, but he's, like, looking into Jedi things. He's the most famous Jedi in the galaxy right now. So it seems like it should be him. Putting that aside, what I want is Ezra, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But... I thought you wanted Quinlan. 
Okay, like... He's not going to do that. I do want Quinlan, but, like, also, like, in the greater service of the story, like, not just, like... Like, you know how Dave Filoni's like, well, I can't put walls into everything. I have to, like, think of a reason. So, like, taking <laughs> that stuff aside, I'll put aside Quinlan and think of, like... If I think of a reason, Ezra is, like, a Jedi who knows how to talk to people and he can connect with Yeah, but then why things? would Ahsoka be looking for... Well, my thing is this, too. If, like... The search for Ezra is going to be its own story. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're going to skip that story just to be like, well, here he is. <laughs> he he showed up. Now. You know, like, we'll tell that story later. Like, no, I think we're going to, like, keep the Ezra, keep the where's Ezra in suspense until that story is told with Ahsoka and uh, Sabine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it'll be him. So who then? How do you feel about Cal Kestis? Oh. Do I need to explain who that is? No. Yes. Okay. The guy from Jedi okay. Fallen Order. From whom? Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. Ginger. No, he won't. No? No. Okay. <laughs> that ends that debate. <laughs> okay. So, like, I mean, it looks like Luke is the most likely option. What do you guys think? And what do you think would happen? Do you think, okay... Let's say they're all up there and they're like fighting Moff Gideon and they're fighting dark troopers and things are like going crazy. And then like a lightsaber ignites and an actual Jedi starts coming down and whooping fools. Is it Luke? Who is it? No. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully does he... not Ahsoka. Hopefully not Ahsoka. Well, she already kind of was like, did... well, I was thinking like, oh, she'll be like, well, I changed my mind. I don't know. Well, I feel like her thing was also was like, let Grogu choose, right? Like, she was mm-hmm. like, take him to the thing and let him decide. The ball or the sword. Yes. Daigoro, you aren't must you, make the decision. Dad, aren't you proud of me that I, I came up that reference? I would have been prouder if you would have remembered the name Daigoro. Uh, that's a lot. I don't remember anyone's name. It's not that name. much, but okay. That's okay. I'm still proud of you that you made the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... I don't know. If a Jedi comes in, do you think a Jedi could come in like while they're out there fighting Moff? Do you think like that would be the come like saving thing, or do you think it's Din Djarin with a Beskar spear who's gonna take down Moff Gideon and rescue his baby in teeny tiny baby shackles? Mandalorian. 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 Because at this point, it seems like too late to bring someone in. Also, like, it's called the Mandalorian. It is called the Mandalorian. But now we got like five Mandalorians already, right? Like, which one? Are we talking about Din? Yes. Everybody course, keeps calling Mando. Even though now oh, there's like seven other Mandos around. Mando! I know how to turn around when they say that. <laughs> what about what about his old school homies? What about the armorer? What about the like, uh, what's the other guy's name in? Like Paz Vizsla? What about any of those guys? I mean, I, I don't know if he can still connect to him because it doesn't seem like he's found him lately. But wouldn't it be cool I if they showed up again? I thought you were talking about uh, Jedi, so... I was talking about Jedi, but now I've changed the subject. Keep up, child. I... <laughs> Mando and Jedi. What if it's Tar Vizsla? <sighs> Heavy sigh. What? Anyway, what about Sabine? Do you see her making any part in this? No. Okay. That's let's the end of that keep, conversation. We are, we already had Ahsoka in live action. Let's just keep everyone. 
should be. You don't want to see Sabine? Like, I would love to see Sabine. She has a lightsaber. If they have the actress, then yes. They if they don't, have, if they Tia have Sarkar. Tia Sarkar. I don't know. I There's a lot happening. I'm really happy that Boba's there. Yes. Um, okay, like, on brand, I should be more supportive of, like, the Jedi episode. But... What? Oh. Like, cause I'm a Jedi okay. guy, like, right? It's I'm like okay, a Jedi yeah. guy. Like, I should like samurai stuff. Like, that's all my thing. I love martial arts. But Boba Fett coming out and handling <laughs> business and teaming up with Din Djarin has made me so Mandos happy. Mandos are always better than Jedi. That's not true. Yeah, it is. But in this instance, I enjoyed Boba Fett coming back so much. He had so much energy and love. And I was just adoring the screen at 12.45 in the morning or whenever so, me and your mom watched it. And I was like, yeah. baby, there's Boba Fett right now. He killed people with his knees. <laughs> and I was so, so you were happy. like, you were like mom to Cobb. Let's just say I, w- I had, right? to, be, I had how- to be a good half as happy as Hawes Burkhart from Blue Harvest who is, like, the quintessential Boba Fett fan. Uh, like, I know, like, my joy probably didn't reach Hawes Burkhart levels, but I feel like I was pretty close. Like, I was right behind him, and I was looking at him, and I was giving him a thumbs up, and I was like, look look at him breaking people's faces. It's so beautiful. I thought the way that, okay, but the, the way that <laughs> look the at my little, Look at my little, look at my little girl all off to killing. <laughs> but, okay, but, like, I thought it was funny uh oh the stormtroopers that they just look like how they die in battlefront yeah like their bodies all like like, laid out and cracked well they don't get cracked in battlefront so i was very happy for that But like they're just kind of all over the place yeah yeah there is like a, a great video game people dying uh stuff i've blown a lot of people away in a battlefront and i do feel like i should use boba fett more i'm just not that good with him People uh, run away as Boba Fett. Yeah, I'm a lot better with, like, Aiden Versio. I'm just really good, like, because she has, like, an explosive shot, so it's like, block this, punk! <laughs> like, so, I just have a lot of fun with that. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, man, this is so good. And the fact that he's, like, there, like, he's indebted to him until they bring Grogu back. So that, to me, says, your boy Boba, he can be hanging till things get sorted. <laughs> Like, he's here. He's there till the... Just to make sure that the baby's safe. Okay, one more question for you guys, and I will answer it first. To give okay. you guys time to think. <laughs> Mando's... Din Djarin's life and razor crest and ship was destroyed. Yeah. Um, so, if he has to get, like, a new ship, right? Like, right now he's just riding with Boba. But he's going to have to get his own stuff together and rent his own home and grow up. What do you think you'd like to see? Myself. I prefer that if he ends up with, like, a Mandalorian gauntlet, like the one that's in the... Like, uh, Ezra ends up having one because he takes it from Maul. But, like, that Mando ship that, like, has the fangs and, like, remember it drops down and, like, uh, the night owls just fly out of the seats and stuff. Like, that ship from the Clone Wars, and it's also in Rebels a few episodes. Um, if he ends up with, like, a legit Mando ship, I would be, like, 
that's cool. Um, mm. That's just me. But it, it makes me very happy to think about him running around with a gauntlet Well, if fighter. he needs a... If he's going to be taking care of Grogu, Dad, mm-hmm. take that into consideration. That's why I'm saying the gauntlet and not the fang fighter. But also, like, it should be slightly homier. But the gauntlet has, like, room for more than one. It should have lots of Okay. Right, Mom? Am I right? I mean, the, he's going to be raising a baby. Mm, yeah. I don't know. You're the mom. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Like, I feel like he needs not something as big as the ghost, but, mm. like, something like A little that. more frighter? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, like, the outrider? Like the Not the outrider. I don't know what they call it. The Banshee. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. I'm a fan of the Banshee myself. Uh, that was, it wasn't called the Banshee, but Ketsu Onyo's ship. Mm. Uh, like that kind of round, disc-shaped. That In the cool. beginning of Mandalorian, where did they say that the ship was from? Because that's what the first um, bounty talks about, the fish, blue fish guy. He doesn't say. He's He's just like, oh, pre-imperial, huh? Like, you know, this thing's all surprised. This thing still flies, or you know, it's like that kind of thing. And that's why they end up using it in, and sorry, chapter six, where they're like, oh yeah, we need something pre-imperial to like, because it's off of the radar of the New Republic and the Empire, Mm -hmm. you know. So now that's gone. I mean, honestly, (laughs) that ship has been through a lot. This season, it's been through a lot. It was time. But it's yeah. like you can't let your home go. Do you think he's gonna like rebuild it or find another one, or do you he think he's gonna get he something? Can't rebuild that. Obviously, he can't rebuild it. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. But like, think he's gonna be like uh, check eBay for a Razor Crest, or <laughs> I don't know. He's gonna take somebody's. The question is who's. Definitely okay. not. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't Bobas. think he's gonna get Boba's. No, like no Boba Bobas. Fett's gonna ride around the slave one. Like that's his home. Yeah. It, the one that Mott, whatever Gideon has, it's too big. Yeah, it's yeah, like a light cruiser. Cra- too crazy, too yeah, creepy. Yeah, the gas mm-hmm. on that thing must be like really like mm-hmm. crazy. It is not economical. Nope. Okay. I don't know. No, he needs Maybe he'll just find a small. house and he'll never... I'm going to no, throw my hat mean. in the ring right now <laughs> for the gauntlet fighter because I think the Mando riding around in a Mandalorian... A uh, ship would be super awesome. So we will call that an episode. But I, before we go, I want to put out one thing. I want to put out a call for a new portion of a new segment for the Rogue Rebels podcast. I would like you, the listeners, to help. I want to start a segment called Ask X. And I want you guys to send in your questions weekly. Hit, hit, hit us on Twitter, Instagram... You can email us at roguerebelssw at gmail.com if you want. But send me questions to ask Axel. And that way we'll have him him come in and we'll answer these questions to the best of his little Boba Fett ability. And, uh, you know, it'll be nice fun, uh, you know, to have him come and speak directly to you, the listener. Because I think he's like, he's like, like teenager, like too cool and like. But if people ask him stuff, he will come. He will return. Like Boba Fett. 
he will come and put on the armor and reclaim his place in the Rogue Rebels podcast. But I, I need your help, listeners. Please send questions for Axe. Not to be confused with Axe Woves, who, until oh. Filoni tells me otherwise, I'm going to assume that Filoni named a character after Axel. And I'm going to tell Axel that. Uh, until it's disproved. Um, Axe Woves was the, like, male Mandalorian dude that was chilling with uh, Bo-Katan. His name is Axe Woves. Shut up, dog. Um, shut up. So, final thoughts. I am happy right now. And I have watched this episode over so many times, and me and Axel were like, oh, Boba Fett is killing people, and it was awesome. And I know I'm not the guy to be like, well, I want some substance in my story, and I really like the storytelling of Star Wars, but also I love it when people are killed by Boba Fett's knee darts. And I'm not going to lie, when Boba Fett kills people with sticks, that I enjoy it. So, um... I like story, and I like depth to my Star Wars storytelling, but it makes me really happy to see Boba Fett go off. I'm glad you were happy. I am extremely happy. And any, Hans, too. Any closing thoughts from anyone? I hope we see Grogu. Well, we're definitely going to see in, Grogu. In, in, uh, in one one piece? safe arms. Yeah. I, I don't like that. Like, their whole idea was taking blood from him, and that doesn't make me happy. No, the longer they have him, I don't like it. Um, yeah, that, that sucks. That sound very so, okay, that is an episode, and this is how we end a podcast. It's over. Yay. Podcast. It's over. Podcast.